It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. And hello and welcome to the year's first Just Sports. A lot has changed but uh, both of us have not changed. So Rahul, it's you and me and uh, we're back again. Yes, we're back again. Happy New Year, Summer. I hope that uh, your New Year was uh, peaceful, but peaceful. I know it was probably not. Peaceful. I know it was probably not. Peaceful is something that you have, Rahul. I mean, at your age, you need peace and quiet. At my age, we are the young types who need to party hard. Very true. Very true. So that's the difference between the both of us. But never mind, guys. I hope you guys also had a good New Year and you have a good 2017. We're back on Just Sports and uh, we thought, why don't we start the podcast of this year to just take a look at what's going to happen in 2017. And Rahul, the first big thing is that Dhoni is no longer the captain. So it's the Virat Kohli era. Yes, uh, a brave new era for India cricket. Um, I think it's a, a very good thing that Dhoni has done. I think uh, once again, he's shown to be um, fairly unselfish that way. Um, you know, the team was performing so well under Virat. It would have been very, very strange I think for a lot of the players uh, now to not have him as captain. So, you know, I think that Dhoni also uh, has decided that, uh, you know, he himself wants to probably step down from the captaincy, focus on his own form, which has been patchy, I think, over the last uh, at least 18 months. And, uh, you know, hopefully he'll be able to make it to that 2019 World Cup, which uh, I think he's set his sights on trying to play. Yeah, and I think that, you know, what I like about this this new thing now is that, you know, the, the, the respect that Virat has shown to Dhoni, you know, the, the tweets that he sent out, the messaging that he sent out, it's like, you know, yes, that I am the captain, but the respect that Dhoni has within the team and the respect that he has from his teammates is going to continue, which is, you know, a healthy sign for Indian cricket because we've always had instances where, you know, the new captain and the old captain have not got along, there has been power struggle, but over here, it doesn't seem like that. It just seems like a smooth transition from one captain to the other. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, I, I think that Dhoni is that kind of person, isn't he? I, I don't think he's he's the kind of person that is necessarily going to get into to all of that power struggle stuff. I mean, look, he's basically been uh, the captain of the Indian cricket team since 2007. Uh, he's had to deal with Ganguly. He's had to deal with Tendulkar. He's had to deal with Dravid. He's had to deal with Lakshman. He's had to deal with all of those, um, you know, much bigger names. They were much bigger names when he took over uh, the captaincy. And he's, he's, he's navigated all of that very, very well. I mean, he's been a, a terrific statesman for, sure, for Indian absolutely. cricket. Um, I, I have my own... Uh, issues with with Dhoni about uh, a number of other things, but you know his his reputa- representation of India as a, as a captain has never been one of one of those issues that I've had, um, and I, d- I don't think that he's going to be anything more than you know maybe what Tendulkar was to him, you know, like an older statesman, um, you know, a, a more experienced head, and maybe he'd be able to to be that calming influence on on, on the Indian team but you know I don't I don't put my money on Dhoni playing the 2019 World Cup it's a long way away and you know two years is a lot and, and we have and we have a lot of interesting wicketkeeper batsmen including Rishabh Pant and all who are coming up you know and I don't I, I don't see Dhoni holding his position for so long no no I, I agree with you and I, I think that like I said I think that it's Dhoni's a lot of people are second guessing and saying that that it's his his ambition to play 2019. I don't know whether it is his or, or not. Um, but 
you know, 2019 is so far away. I mean, we're in 2017. It's still a year, two and a half years away. Um, you know, whether Dhoni's going to be in any sort of uh, shape or not to play that World Cup, I, I don't no. know. Um, and, uh, you know, more and more limited overs cricket is becoming a much younger person's game. Not that that is a problem for Dhoni, he's supremely fit. But, you know, when you're not playing regularly, uh, you're not in the team. Then it's always a problem. Yeah, I think you have pointed yeah, it out earlier also. That when you're not regularly... It does begin to take its toll. Um, and I think it's uh, a little bit difficult for anybody who's just playing one format of cricket um, to, to basically keep their spot for any length of time. Yeah, I think so too. I think, yeah, but 2017 has begun well. I mean, we are, we're, we're going to start the Virat Kohli era. So looking forward to that, Rahul. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's going to be very, very good. It's, it's going to be another good year, I think, for, for Indian cricket. I think we're going to beat England in the one days. I think we'll trounce Australia. Um, and, you know, the real test for India and Kohli comes at the end of the year when, when, we, start yeah, when we start traveling. I and mean, that's the real test. Absolutely. Moving on to football. Our favorite topic, the Barclays English Premier League. And I think both of us need to eat a little humble pie and relook at our top four predictions. Don't you think so, Mr. Puri? Um, no, well, I, I wouldn't say so yet. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say so yet. Uh, you know, I, I think that what you're referring to is my my uh, prediction that United wouldn't make the top four. That is correct. I was actually, you know, both of us have written off Chelsea. If you if you look at it, you know. Uh, Agreed. I I think we had both written off Chelsea, and I think we both are going to have to. Call yes, I think we both we both need to we both need to eat humble pie on that because I think Chelsea will definitely finish in the top four. You know, all the Chelsea fans out there, I I am officially eating uh, humble pie. Um, I I have to say, I always thought that Conte would get it right. Uh, I didn't think that he would get it right quite so fast, um, but he's really really impressed me, and and so is his have his players. Quite frankly, they've also really impressed me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's there's such a lot of football left in the last in the next couple of months that you know really anything can happen. I mean, Chelsea are five points clear, um, and you know that's 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 a lot. Uh, but, but that's not a lot actually. That's actually just two games. A couple of defeats here or there for any of the teams at this point. Um, could seriously derail their title challenge. Okay, so are you okay? Are you are you willing to are you willing to eat humble pie on United yet, or you don't think United will still make it a top four? No, I'm not willing to eat humble pie quite yet. Um, I think the United have, uh, they're definitely better than they were earlier on in the in the year, but but uh, they've still got to play the bigger teams, and I, I would like to see how they play the bigger teams before I start to jump to whether United are going to win or uh, make top four or not. I, certainly, they could they could take a step there if they beat Liverpool at, at Old Trafford on uh, on the 15th. But uh, let's have a look. Well, like I said, next next the next podcast will be a very interesting one, Raul, because it's Liverpool at Old Trafford. So that should be a yes. fun podcast. But yes, I think the other thing I'm... I would, I would, I would not put you know the top four out of United's grasp right now because I think it's out there and we are playing damn well. And one or two defeats and one or two you know wins for us can just the table is so close. And my prediction right now is I don't think Arsenal will make top four. I mean that's that I'm sticking my neck out and saying that it's going to be very difficult. The one team that I'm not going to put my money on is Arsenal because really they just they're just very fragile right now you know and I feel that. 
with 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 Chelsea and City and Liverpool and Spurs and United, the only team that looks like a weak horse to me out of all these top six teams is Arsenal. I don't know. I, I'm I'm quite concerned about City at the moment, to be honest. City, uh, yes, because Guardiola is yeah. losing the plot. Well, I don't know about him losing the plot, but I I just don't think that um, that he has. Now, one thing that what Chelsea have done well um, is they've really strengthened their defense, right? Um, and the one thing that that you know you know that both Conte and Mourinho were eventually going to get right was having a strong defense. Uh, Guardiola doesn't seem to be able to get a strong defense out of his City side, and I think that's going to really hurt City. And that's uh, hurting them. I mean, without company, they just look like you know at sea all the time. Yeah, they 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 they. they that's the team that they, they really worry me and I have a feeling that they may, might be very blow hot very blow cold um, in the second half of the season and, and I think that could drop them out of the top four okay so my money's not on Arsenal or City yours is only on City let's see how it goes and whether you eat humble pie on United it'll be interesting to see that but the one team that's you know, not, my money is not on for this year. Is Barcelona? They seem to be structuring, and they need to be, and they seem to be structuring a lot. Yeah, they are. They're, they're having a very, very tough time of it at the moment. Um, I don't know. I, I, again, I think that you know the way that Barca play, it's very similar to the way City play, I suppose. Um, that, you know, it, it needs to be uh, all, all the working parts need to click together, and you know, Barcelona are, are an aging side. You know, they're they're. They've been at the top for a long, long time. A lot of those players have been at the top for a long, long time. Their defense is very suspect. Um, you know, Neymar, Suarez, and Messi are not having the season that they've had for the last couple of seasons. And, you know, there's pressure. There's real pressure there. And at the moment, Madrid are just running away with that. Title. And what's your, what's, your, what's your gut on the Champions League? I mean, I see, if you ask me, I think Bayern Munich has the best shot at winning the, the, the Champions League. And maybe Madrid, because Zidane seems to have done something to that team that's just making it click, click and click. It's very hard to look past Madrid at the moment, I've got to say. Um, you know, they, they really are. They're, they're defensively very good. Um, Ronaldo is is scoring goals um, all over the place. Uh, he's winning awards all over the place. Um, uh, it's very difficult to look past Madrid, but I, I think anybody that beats anybody that beats Madrid will win the title. Yeah, and I think I think Bayern Munich would be my team to do that because I mean it's got the German efficiency and it's got a great manager. So you know the combination is pretty good for them. Yeah, no, I mean Bayern are good, but my worry about Bayern is is how how much they're tested in their own league and therefore how how competent they're going to be. I don't know. I mean you know Bayern, Real, Atletico, maybe those three um, at the moment they look really really good. In tennis, so moving on uh, from football, let's look at tennis. And yes, Djokovic did beat Mare, like I had said. And uh, uh, I see that this year will be the Djokovic Mare year. I don't see anybody else making a play for the top four Grand Slams. Yeah, I got a prediction. I, I think this is the last year that you'll see Federer and, and Nadal um, in professional tennis. So uh, those Federer fans and Nadal fans. Um, you know, this is going to be like a farewell year for them. So I think this is their last run at uh, all of the four majors uh, in 2017. I don't think you'll see either of them in 2018, um, which opens the conversation about, you know, who's going to step up um, to, to really make it into, you know, a, a, 
uh, an interesting uh, competition. Yeah, so I see. I mean, my money would be obviously on Andy Murray because he's the only one out there. But I still don't see him having enough to beat Djokovic. He might challenge Djokovic and Djokovic will get challenged. But this, I think, is the best year where Djokovic can go out there and win as many titles as he truly can because he's supremely fit. He's supremely a great, you know, player uh, in terms of tenacity, in terms of, you know, talent. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a Mare Djokovic year. I don't see anybody else having the same class as these two. I, I Yeah, I, I probably agree. But, I mean, one of the... One of my big problems with tennis at the moment is, is that I just don't see, I don't see anybody coming through. I, I don't see anybody uh, that I think can can challenge. Um, yeah, I don't see anybody making heard, the breakthrough. It's not like, you know, yeah. there's, there's no breakthrough player. Yeah, so you might mean you've heard one or two murmurings about a couple of the other players, but I don't, I really don't see anybody um, capable of challenging Murray or Djokovic at this point. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Grand Slams were shared between the two of them. Okay, so that's, that's I think, what we are looking forward to. Uh, Formula One, uh, Hamilton, maybe he'll be back. I think he's going to be the be the champion if, if he can keep his temperament under control because the card is superior. And um, I don't really see other people competing with him. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's Lewis Hamilton uh, at the moment. I think the Mercedes is, is a superior car. Um, and, you know, Lewis will, will have been hurt by... Uh, losing the title, um, uh, and uh, he'll definitely want it back. So, you know, I think one of the great uh, things for truly great sportsmen is is to show how they respond. Um, and uh, I think if Lewis is going to go down as a great in F1, um, it'll be interesting to see how he bounces back. Okay, so that's an interesting year to look forward to. We have enough happening in football. We have the cricket, where Kohli, and let's see how Kohli does. We have Formula One, and we have a lot more in, in, in other sports. So it's going to be a sporty year, and Just Sports is going to be there for you. And Rahul, you and I will have a lot of interesting conversations. I can see that. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, Summer. Yes, so next uh, podcast, you know what it's going to be about. It's going to be about Manchester United trouncing Liverpool at Old Trafford. And um, then Summer can wake up from his daydream. (laughs) So, well, 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 that's my New Year resolution. I'm going to dream and I'm going to dream big. Thank you very much, Rahul. And like we said, if it's a penalty, if it's a goal or if it's a boundary, Just Sports, like last year, will be covering it for you this year too. I'll see you soon, Rahul. And I promise next podcast is going to be a very interesting one. Bye, Summer. Thanks for that. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.